the Women Changing the World podcast, a podcast on a mission to bring you some of the most amazing women I know who are doing incredible things to generally make the world a better place. From corporate sustainability to straight up magic and everything in between, you'll meet the real life humans who are birthing the new. I'm your host, Liz Best, and I'm here to amplify the stories and voices of women who are changing the world. Welcome to another episode of the Women Changing the World podcast. This summer, I'm sharing a bunch of quick hit solo episodes on the topics that I get asked about all the time. Today, we're talking about one of my all-time favorite topics. Get ready for us to talk about saying no. Just hearing the word no makes you a little bit uncomfortable. Congratulations. You are in exactly the right place. I have been on a kick recently as of when I'm recording this, uh, like an anti-fine kick, and it totally relates to saying no, so hear me out. (laughs) Everything has been so hard for so long. Um, Part of me... It feels unprecedented, to be honest, and part of me is like, has every generation felt this way around this age? I I don't know. It seems like things are exceptionally bad in the world, um, and I don't really know what else to say about that beyond the fact that it just seems like things are really, 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 really hard, and things have been really, 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 really hard for a minute now. I mean, I don't think things have been easy in general since before March of 2020 when, um, at least if you're in the U.S., when things kind of went into lockdown. It it doesn't seem like we've returned to like a fully better state. And honestly, even before that with the Trump administration, like it's, it's been a rough go. And I think in times like this, fine, saying like I'm fine, uh, being fine can actually seem like a win because everything is so hard. But I'm here to tell you, in case you haven't thought about it today, (laughs) that you deserve better than fine. And again, I know that like when things are hard, fine can seem so optimal, but fine is taking the space of radiant and turned on and delighted and zen and all these other things and feelings that would be so much more alive. Um, And so I'm not going to pretend that like we should not feel our feelings and that like a sub-fine state is, um, is not like very human, very realistic and like so welcome and accepted here. But I do think a lot of us, and I will put myself in that bucket, like in a lot of ways have 
been tolerating fine in particular for the past two and a half years and again, longer than that. Um, And I think the first step in deciding that you want more is saying no to fine. And there's so many reasons that we are scared of saying no. Um, And I'm saying this speaking specifically to mostly people who identify as women, although not exclusively people who identify as women. There's this book called Burnout that I highly, highly, highly recommend um, from Emily and Amelia Nagoski, um, their sisters. And uh, they talk about this idea of human beings versus human givers. And this idea that women in particular have been socialized, it is like ingrained in our culture, that our value comes from giving. So if you feel like you're a woman who like often puts other people's needs before your own, if you feel like you're like always helping, almost always helping in any way you can and you're feeling exhausted from it, Um, If you feel like your initial reaction to a lot of things is to accommodate other people, uh, it's not your fault. It's not your fault at all. And the reason why you are feeling burnt out is because these are totally unfair expectations that are put on women in our society that lead to burnout because caring all the time and feeling like so much of our value comes from giving is a recipe to feel completely empty. And I think understanding this is like a really key piece in why no can become your best friend. And I say this like totally as a recovering people pleaser. I like so, so, so know the feeling of being scared that people won't like me if I say no. Um, Like, again, I see you. I am you. I am right there with you. Uh, And no is a complete sentence. And I really do think in so many cases, no sets us free. So there's a lot of different, like, strategies for how to say no. And, again, no is a full sentence. And so I'm just here to celebrate, like, any – any no that you want to give. Um, You know, I've had clients who have had a hard time with no, and this is something that I've actually had a hard time with and like practiced too, um, this homework. Uh, So if you identify someone who has a hard time saying no, uh, your homework is to go find situations that that require you to say no or like ask a friend or a partner to ask you ridiculous things so that you can practice your no muscle. Like it can be as simple as like someone's like, do you want a cookie with your coffee? No. Do you want um, to upgrade your burger to a meal? No. Like I don't know why I'm so obsessed with food customer service examples. I might be hungry, but like really just finding like pretty small ways to say no. Um can help build up your no muscle for some of the bigger no's. But if you're listening and you're like, okay, cool. So saying no is important. Uh, It's not my fault that it's very uncomfortable. But like, what am I supposed to say no to? Great question. Um, And actually, 
it's coming up for me as one of my favorite books for that relates to figuring this out. Uh, if you haven't already read, I mean, he's it's a he and he's very abrasive, but The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, I uh, highly recommend that book. It will help you identify some of the things that do not warrant your fucks. Um, but the biggest thing that I have found in uh, determining what's a yes and what's a no for me is figuring out how things actually feel in my body. I'm someone who pretty much didn't realize I had a body until I was like 26 I and I was in yoga teacher training. I feel like up until that point, even as an athlete, I just lived in my head. Like as a swimmer, I literally had one speed and I look back now and I'm like, oh, that's because I did not feel my body <laughs> as I swam. Um, and so this is something where I will say for myself, therapy has been really helpful in terms of sitting with feelings and identifying how they feel. Um, But for many of us, especially women, intuition shows up one place in our bodies. Um, For me, it's my gut, but I know plenty of people who it's like very different other places. They get like a certain feeling in their shoulders or their chest or their head, or it's like more of an inner knowing or it's their feet. Like your intuition can show up anywhere. But I invite you to like next time you're faced with a decision and you're not sure whether it's a yes or a no. See if you can identify how the decision is feeling in your body. Um, And I invite you as part of that exploration to really also notice uh, what anxiety or like nerves feel like in your body and what intuition feels like. Because I think often we can confuse the two. I know I have. Um, And there's definitely like a good kind of nervous that comes before a no or a yes Um, But then there's the, like, sinking feeling of, like, "Mm, I don't think so. And part of what I found can be really powerful about feminine leadership and just in general is, like, learning to conduct that self-check-in of, like, is this a yes or is this a no? Um, And sorry, I'm cussing a lot today, but then I think part two of that is, like, if something does not feel like a fuck yes, then it's a no. So um, what do you do if it, if it's in fact a no and you're like, how do I communicate this no? Uh, one thing that I found is actually, and again, you sh- you do not have to do this. If it's a no for you, please know that you can just straight up say no, the end, and I will celebrate that for you. And I also know that for many of us, myself included, just a flat out no does not necessarily feel true to who I am and does not necessarily feel like it's like being of service or showing up in the way that I like to be of service and show up. So often I'll be like, so appreciate you thinking of me. Here are some either options or alternatives. And so what that can look like is like if it's a scheduling no, it's like, thank you so much for like reaching out. I want to do this. This is a priority and I cannot do it that day. Here are the options that do work. If it's a like a project no or an opportunity no or a job no, then um, I often try to think about like who would be really excited about this? Like is this an opportunity for me to support another woman? Um, and what could that look like? So thank you so much for reaching out. I'm fully booked or this doesn't feel fully aligned for me right now. 
here are a few other people that I think you may want to get in touch with instead to discuss this opportunity. I'm happy to connect the dots for you um, if you're not already in touch. Uh, and that's like kind of like a double win, right? Because then you get to say no and you hopefully like also open a door for someone else. And I know some people who have done such an incredible job of this with recruiters and like potential jobs um, in a way that I just so deeply celebrate and admire. Um, so also think of your no as like, how can you translate your no into an opportunity for someone else? But also know that like, if it's an invite to a party, I mean, this it's not party specific. This can also go for like a work project or a meeting or whatever. Like <laughs> there, I don't mean to make this one seem any lighter, um, but sometimes it's just a no. And sometimes you may feel like you need to give people a reason why it's a no. Um, I definitely know that I've worked with a number of women where like if something ultimately they determine is a no, they feel like they need to fully explain it. Uh, and this is the place where I invite you to consider like what the ultimate boss version of yourself, like what the person like eight levels above you, if that exists on the reporting change, like, or chain, how they would respond with a no. Um, cause sometimes it's just a no and you can just say again, thank you for thinking of me. It's a no for me right now. And know that like, while you can provide a reason, you also don't owe anyone a reason. Um, and you can just say, no, thank you. Thank you. But no, thank you. Uh, I was listening to Glennon Doyle's We Can Do Hard Things the other day. Uh, she sat down with Liz Gilbert. Uh, it's like so many amazing people in one space on one podcast. And I feel like I think of Elizabeth Gil Gilbert as a wise person. And her random piece of advice that she closed the episode with was like, do yourself a favor and say no to something today. Um, so if you're listening and you're like, okay, cool. I am on the no train for stay. Here's how you put it into practice. The next time someone offers you something or asks you to do something, ask yourself, is this a full body? Yes. If it's not clear, please know that in almost every situation, you do not have to respond right away. Take some time to sit with it. Maybe it will come through as a very clear yes but maybe it's just not the right thing. Um, if it's a no, is there something else related that you are available for? Um, and again, like there's example, like if it's the project, if you can't do the whole thing, but you want to take on a piece, advocate for yourself. Um, if you can't make that day happen, but you want to make the thing happen, is there a different day that would work? And or is there someone that you can pass this along to instead to really create a win-win? Another like thing that I've been working with and I've been appreciating, if you've gotten an email from me recently, then you may have seen me deploy this. Uh, I am in the habit now, instead of saying I'm sorry, I thank people in advance for their understanding. So if you, if you want to preempt any like offense to your no, thank you in advance for your understanding. Uh, then people will have to like undermine your thank you if they want to not be understanding. Um, and then last but not least, uh, this is something that it feels harsh a little bit, but also has really helped me over the years in, in all sorts of capacities of doing impact-related work and running a business and all of all the things. Remember, it's not your job for everybody to like you. And if everybody likes you, you're probably not doing your job. <laughs> 
So I know it can be so hard to say no. Know that it's not your fault if it feels hard to say no. It literally is the patriarchy. It is programming. It is systemic racism. It is part of capitalism. Like there's so many reasons why it feels uncomfortable to say no. They are not your fault. But if you want to say no, or if you think you might want to say no, um, know that I am here celebrating you, cheering you on as you figure out what is a all in fuck yes and say no to the things that are not because the things that are not a 100% full body yes, the things that are fine are the things that are holding the space that would otherwise go to the things that were so, so, so much better than mine. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Women Changing the World podcast. Please rate and review the Women Changing the World podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, and don't forget to subscribe for future episodes. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is liz.best, that's L-A-S dot B-E-S-T, or you can find me on LinkedIn by searching my name, Liz Best. Join my mail list by visiting elizabethbest.com slash monthly meditation, and you'll receive all the latest updates on events, retreats, and opportunities to work with me, plus a monthly love note from my heart to your inbox. I am so excited to keep in touch, and I'll see you in the next episode.